Well, sure. Let's just go in off of that then. Mega Late Show 78. Well, I'll just cut it right there. Boom. So, yeah, about <laughs> requests. So, request, DJ requests. Yeah. What's the, the prevailing attitude? I, I think in general, I think most DJs do not like requests. I mm, think. Yeah. But um, I don't know where this uh, idea of mine came up. I, you know, oh, there, let me turn off this music and late. Why don't you come in? But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do know back in the day, like, you know, you guys should know who Bobito is. Absolutely. Bobito and Barber. Um, you know, one half of uh, you know, the Bob. show. Yeah, Stretcher Bob. And, you know, he became a DJ, Cucumber Slice. And he used to do a party at this place called Apartment. And he's he's not the you know he'll be the first person to tell you I'm not the most proficient pro, uh, you know proficient technically DJ, proficient yeah. DJ he's a, a selector and you know there's records that he has I I don't even know what the hell he's playing you know it's crazy his his, his crates but um you know I remember I never heard him directly say this but just through the grapevine like he had a very his attitude toward his job as a DJ was slightly different. I think, um, again, never heard him directly say it, but this is just culled from a lot of conversations. And, you know, he was definitely of the opinion that, like, uh, you know, if you're coming to my party, part of my job was is partially to educate you guys on, on good music and whatever. And, you know, if it clears the dance floor, so be it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my party. This is my vibe. And I, you know, and that definitely was how he operated and um i 100 percent get that you know but for whatever reason i don't know where my idea of what it was what my job is at a party is entirely different when, when i would do my turntable stuff then yeah you, you gotta watch me yeah. like that's the difference between a turntable yeah, yeah and a and a in a party like you watch me right i don't care what you're doing you gotta watch what we're doing you gotta mm -hmm. vibe to what we're doing what, what you know we have a routine right. blah, blah 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 yeah it, but when you're djing a party exactly it, it's you're not supposed to be the focus yeah right My, i'm not i'm a servant so that actually this it's, this quote comes from that a movie with brandon fraser was in it it was about uh, Joe Pesci was like this homeless guy, and they would ask him a question: What's a di what like what's a president? The president of the United States. What makes him different from a king? Or, or and that wasn't even the question. It was a more just a constitutional question. And essentially, he wrote. He he said he was like the president works for the people. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. The president isn't a king. He's not the boss. The people right. are the boss. Mm -hmm. Right. He's a servant. Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately yeah. the president is a servant of the people and i always kind of took that to heart in the dj thing as much as i hated the screen you know unfortunately thank god i haven't had to play a lot of music i i didn't like but like i never played laffy taffy when it was hot sure. <laughs> when it was huge because that was just i'm like Yo, i'm not shout playing out to you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i completely forgot I, about that right? i would actually play it now because i it's have funny. nightmares about that song but back when it came out i was like what you know yeah. i'm not playing yeah. this i'm sorry it's it's a rough just, era for you me. know i'm just not doing it but you know the point is that like if there is a group and i i have been misquoted <laughs> with this if i was in a room and it's a bunch of 16-year-olds during Britney Spears' height. 
Yeah. And they're there to have fun, you know. Yeah. I'm. It's not my right. job to be like, no, you got to listen to organized yeah. confusion. Sure. Mm. My job is to take care of you. So I will play that Britney Spears song yeah. uh, on a Friday night. The reason why most people are at a club is because they're trying to escape the world. Sure. Yeah. They're not trying to go to school. Right. They're trying to freaking. They're fighting with their girlfriend. They're fighting with their boyfriend. Their freaking boss is giving them a fucking headache. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm not supposed to curse. Oh no, that's <laughs> illegal. You know. And, no, uh, we can cuss a lot. <laughs> you know, they're just they're there to have fun. Right. So my job is to take care of you. So sure. if you want, if if you want that Lil Nas yeah. X song, if you want that freaking, blah blah blah, I'm gonna get as close to it as possible sure. without me feeling like oh my god right. what the hell am i doing so I, that that was I always feel like my nowadays attitude. there needs to be a little bit of balance with that oh, more so than 100%. before like but when it comes to a guy like you or scheme or somebody who's an established artist you kind of want that person to go and just like show you how they rock when 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 dj spinner does a set like you gotta let him do that yeah. set like you can't go to coco and be like yo coco drop you, this yeah. because that's not him but if you're a dj that's hired for a fucking wedding you know you're not going to tell the bride like sorry we're not playing little nas x like we gotta let yeah. you you know it's it, yeah, it's like also a difference between it being like an artist dj and and a working dj that's gigging you yeah. know what i mean yeah like sometimes you're performing and sometimes you are you know providing a service you know somebody you know sometimes they're paying you you. paying your specific sensibilities yeah you know what i mean mean, those are the best those are the best gigs like Mm. speakeasy whatever but the unfortunate fact is usually the cooler the party the less money you're making Mm. it's almost it it's an inverse proportion no matter what way you (laughs) it always is like that rarely you you know very often you get to do something cool but like I mean, I, I'm going to Bali, and the promoter, uh, shout out to uh, Stan Stan Moody, I think. Um, you know, he already kind of warned me in advance. He's like, you know, it's Bali. They they like commercial they're gonna, music. Oh, they're and gonna want to hear that like Hawaiian, uh, <laughs> Hawaiian shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Tropicalismo. And I he, don't. You know, he himself, he was like, he knows me because of the turntablist stuff, and he oh. would wa- love, and he knows my mixtapes. Like, he sent me a picture mm-hmm. of my mixtapes. But, you know, through time, I've learned it just doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I'm in Bali, I'm going to be more prepared to play X, Y, and Z as opposed to doing mm-hmm. stuff that I do on my mixtape. Sure. You know, I, I always have the mixtape stuff in, in, my, in my repertoire, mm-hmm. right? in, my, in my bag. But I have to prepare to play whatever's on Hot 97. No I have to prepare for that. Yeah. And, you know... I think, and if as you, you said, won't, it, if you won't, they'll find some other little dude and, to do it. Yeah, and mm. guess what? You you're not yeah. coming back, right? Mm. And so it it is ultimately it's a balance internally. Yeah. It's a balance dealing with you know promoters. It's a balance with with all of yeah. that. And you know, I don't know. I guess there there are a lot of DJs who are really lucky and and right. don't ever have to sell out. But it it's do you rare. know you don't have to say any names. Mm. But can you tell me exactly who fits what I'm about to say? I want their name, their birthday, their address. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Social security. Do you know anybody who, like, I'm talking like high level, like almost like a Steve Aoki kind of level. Do you know anybody that sold out and hates that they sold out? Like mm. kind of hates 
that they did it? Mm. I don't know. That's mm. that's a good question. I honestly I I don't know. I don't I don't know anyone who has. Like you don't like you don't personally know somebody who's like, you know, they're gigging and they're doing all this, you know, they're like killing it in the scene. But when they come and talk to you, they're like, man, I really fucking hate this shit, man. I wish we could, like, go back. I, I would say there was a point where a lot of DJs just in general kind of felt like, uh, I'm really not into it. But if this is your job, this is your job. So, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people romanticize what DJing is, right? And And... For the most part, it is a very cool job, quote unquote, cool job. But it is a job. Anyone who's worked a nine to five, you know that. You know when they finish a project, it might be great, blah blah blah. But you have to do stuff that you were right. You're not so happy about yeah. all the time, just to ultimately get a that, paycheck. That dream of like doing a job that just like something you love, like I don't know if that really exists, man. Like not, everything is a fucking job. Yeah, yeah I, I like, mean. In Even Jay Z, like being a billionaire, he's probably like. There's days where he's like, "Yo, this fucking sucks." <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I, mean, I, I don't know. Well, about that's Jay. a bad. That's a bad example. But like, think of like a really established artist who's just like, like, like. You I know, don't know, man. I Pete think Rock has been making music for his whole life. He I loves hip hop, but he probably hates that shit too. I bet someday, like Jay Z, probably always had his eye on you know, being a mogul. You know, being sure. bigger than rap. Yeah, yeah, probably. I bet, I bet there's some days he woke up and he was like, man, this CEO shit's kind of trash. Like, it's He's not like, yeah, yeah, I'm going mean, to quit this Def Jam <laughs> job tomorrow. And it's shit. I mean, it's not he, as tight as I thought it would be. I mean, technically, I don't know how good Def Jam was doing at the time. Yeah. You know, and It was rough for yeah, him. Right? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If, if he really enjoyed it, he nah. might still be doing that. Yeah. And he's not. Word right? out, word out. So let, maybe. Let's, maybe let's go like into it. a little bit. Before we do a weather report, we kind of started this segment a little strange, but we'll figure it out because we're <laughs> the Mega Late Show. Let's talk a little bit about your time spent with Jay. Yeah, like, sure. Like that was that's really dope that you uh you know, he he decided that he wanted to take you on tour with him and then eventually you end up at the you know, the inauguration for Barack Obama. Yeah. And that must have been a really crazy thing for you to to kind of reach that those type of heights as uh, you know, a, a Filipino turntablist from fucking New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. So can you tell yeah. us a little bit about how that came together and like uh maybe talk about some of those experiences does jay do anything strange like chew with his mouth open or is he like allergic to like lumpia or some shit nah <laughs> uh he used to box a lot oh like shadow box like every so often he would shadow box like while we'd be before we get on the, the on the stage like he would you know whatever like Psych pretend to box up. with me <laughs> oh yeah he would like try to catch you with his reach <laughs> I guess so. Uh, nah, he, you know, he, I don't know. He's in comparison to like stories I've heard about Kanye. I, I think Jay's pretty a normal. He's a pretty normal dude, you know. Just a, a dude that found himself in some type of extraordinary circumstances. Uh, I mean, at the level of his success, I don't know if anything is by accident. I think there's. A little bit of luck, but I mean, sure. he's he's an extremely talented yeah. MC, number yeah. one, and then I think he was smart enough to have people around him to cultivate a, a, a certain attitude about, you know, leveraging what he was as a rapper into being who he is today. You know, I don't, 
it's hard to put your finger on, you know, exactly what right. he does. But, you know, I, I do know from before, like, he he owned like a private air company sure. you know things like that you know um, how did how did everything come together with you guys uh was it off the back of like your uh, bittersweet mixtape that he I mean, reached I've, out or i've heard a bunch of stories i mean ultimately the the more longer version of the story is i <laughs> i actually made a mixtape for rock music which was the rock label for rockefeller records mm. oh uh, Yo, I vaguely remember that. Right. So, like, Rel was on it. Mm. I don't know if you remember Rel. We uh, do remember Rel slightly. He's uh, on Blueprint too. He right? did like a, the a gift version. And the the gifts and the curse. <laughs> he did a a song s- singing off the uh, not electric relaxation. He did a song with Kanye on the same beat as. Oh my god It was called Real Love Mm. It was a Tribe Called Quest song That Mm. he he used Uh, Not Find My Way I I can't remember offhand But I mean Google it up later Do you Google (laughs) Yeah 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 Anyway so Cake Get on that He was uh, Basically It was run by a guy at the time. That label was run by a guy. Oh, my God. My brain is totally freaking... We've been talking for a long time, too, (laughs) so we get that kind of mental fatigue shit. Kenny Kenny Burns Burns is his name. So Kenny Burns used to run that label, and I actually went in to have a conversation with them via a guy named Ashley Nichols. So Ashley Nichols was, as far as I know, he was Damon Dash's... um, personal assistant but when dame and jay were closer he also worked for jay so ashley nichols the the complete story goes like this i jeff staple i don't you guys hopefully know who jeff staple is jeff staple is responsible for the the pigeon dunk which famously caused a quote-unquote riot back in the earlier days of a like when the sneaker culture first started getting mm. big. I'm keeping quiet because I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Not really. So Jeff Staple used to own a store named Reed Space. That's where that, that incident happened. And I, I come into Reed Space and Jeff and a guy named Nico. So Nico's, you know, his partner or, you know, been with Staple for forever. So Nico, they tell me this story that Ashley Nichols came into the store and bought all your mixtapes and he said oh shit supposedly that he was playing my stuff for Jay and Jay really liked how I would put the mixtapes together using like movie quotes and Mm. a whole bunch of stuff and um essentially that when he was making uh, the black album I guess that he told these guys like I want us to do stuff like this. Oh, okay. So, so you're this responsible is a story, for part of those this billions. This is a story that comes down the pipeline. So DJ Daddy Dog, my part one of part of Fifth Platoons with me. Yo, can I give a like, shout out to DJ Daddy Dog? <laughs> I like that. word. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy Dog was with me, and he's he's the jokester of the crew. He's like, get what? 
this is what are you talking about? This is such bullshit. He said, "It's Jay Zone, not Jay Z. Jay Zone." Oh shit! Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Jay Zone too, though. And you know, we're all just kind of yeah. laughing about it. And you know, I, true, not true, I don't know. But if you do listen to the Black Album on What More Can I Say? Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. the Gladiator quote. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. This so this happens. I'm giving you all those props from now on. Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna update your Wikipedia page. <laughs> so this happens. He tells us a story that basically, yeah, like Jay has heard my stuff, and we all kind of just laughing about it. I don't. I mean, I hope in this short time that you guys have hung with me. Like, you know, I don't got no freaking ego about any of this. Yeah. Shit, so whatever. I was almost Super hoping chill. for you to flex a little bit more. <laughs> let these people know. But yeah, it's extremely humble. So it's whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. I I take it as a grain of salt. I would say maybe a year later, eh, maybe a couple years more, maybe like two years later, um, I get an email from my from my um, manager, and he's like, you know, just FYI, you're in line to become Jay Z's tour DJ. So I, I just whatever, I just dismiss it. What um, Blueprint? That would have been three no, if it was Black two- Album, two thousand five. Black Album's yeah. 2003. Yeah, 2003, 2003. 2004. Shit. Yeah. So you got that phone call like 2005-ish. No, I got th- I got the c- phone call 2000, end of 2007. Okay. Later. That's like, American Gangster yeah. era. Yeah. Okay. So I, I toured right after American Gangster. Oh, shit. I was playing songs off of that. Oh, right after? Yeah, right after. Okay. Um, were you in London? Yeah, yeah. You were after, at that show after American Gangster, though. I was in London at the O2. in Hyde Park. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did Hyde Park. Too. The smile on Late's <laughs> face right now. He's like, I. I saw you for free. All right. <laughs> dope, <laughs> dope, man. Um, oh, that's super dope. So there's a there's a woman named Vashti Cola who used to work for Jay at Def Jam. Vashti, Vashti. Yeah, Vashti, Vashti. Okay. So he knows who she is. I mean, most recently she got mentioned in a, a Drake song. You know, I was mm. I was with Vashti at um at Santos, some line oh, like that. Okay. That sounds like a Drake line. So uh, anyway, Vashti is like the like a it girl. Uh, you know, all, all the you know all the guys want to date her. All the girls want to be like her. She used to do She's this party. a lot of parties. Yeah, but uh, she did I'm one party. I'm familiar with her name, but not too familiar with her persona. Per, yeah. It's interesting. I think she's like the definition of a, a, I guess, like a renaissance woman. I'm not sure. Supposedly, they do list her biggest thing as being like she's a a video director. But I mean, I see her DJing more than I see her doing Uh. video direction stuff. And, you know, she also has a a label called. uh, Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vashti. I'm terrible. Violet. Yeah, Violet. I think that's it. Do your Googles, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so at the time she was working for uh, for Jay, and Vashti was just like a she was a fan of my stuff. Like I, I remember her kind of coming to like I actually did a a party at Reed Space for oh my god, Odub. He's the guy who did that. I'm pretty sure he's the one who did that that uh movie or a. He wrote a book about the mobile scene. Oh, the Oliver mobile Wang. DJ. Oh, shout yeah. out to Oliver Wang. So I mm. did. So Oliver Wang had a book, and it's coming I coming onto the podcast next year, y'all. I DJed. Uh, I was DJing at Reed Space, like the small store, prop, 
you know, the space maybe twice the size of this room. Mm. Basically, I'm saying it's not huge. It's not a huge space. And mm -hmm. I, I remember, like, Vashti would come up, and I, I knew her, and she would literally just kind of just watch me DJ. You know, she was just that kind of person. Like, she wasn't off on the side getting, you know, drunk or mm -hmm. socializing. She literally, by the DJ, like, you know, borderline nerding out, I guess, on whatever I was doing. Like, I was doing original set and stuff, like... Yeah, she was a, a music head, and she basically the story that I've been told over time was that Jay wanted a DJ like A Track, so A Track was doing Kanye mm -hmm. at the time. Mm. A Track had just stopped doing Kanye's tour to start Fool's Gold. Kanye asked A Track to do it, but A Track was like, "I can't do this. I just I just stopped doing the tour with Kanye." Mm -hmm. And Vashti was, I, I guess, Jay asked Vashti like, "Yo, who should we get?" And she was like, "Oh, you should get Neil." Mm. And uh, so at the time, you know, I, I I'm not the most technically proficient DJ. I'm I'm nowhere near nearly as good as A Track, but I was socially extremely relevant at the time mm -hmm. so this is in the earlier ages of hype beast so i was one of the the i was i used to blog for hype beast okay at the time period so i was on it a guy named frank lou joy yoon i forgot who else uh andy chu who okay. ended up running adidas japan for a while so these were all like these borderline industry type people that were part of that's early blogger mm -hmm. world for Adidas and for for Hypebeast. Uh, I was already messing with Hypebeast. I was, you know, one of the earlier kids who understood, you know, co-branding and brand awareness, and a lot of that came from my manager, who currently manages Futura and Thirteenth okay. Witness. Oh, so word. my manager was also, you know, very you know, important in me joining Adidas and mm. doing all that stuff. So essentially I get the email and maybe a couple of days later, I, I guess I went on a, you know, audition. I didn't know it was an audition. And two days after that, I'm on tour with Jay. So wow. it, was, it was very, very quick, unexpected. Yo, how do uh, you, did you like have a gig and they showed up or did you like no, go into a room I, and play they gave me a plane ticket to go to i think it was orlando so they gave me a plane ticket to go to orlando and i don't know what the hell's going on so i have i've only packed two days worth of clothes three days worth of clothes i have a dog mm. so i you know i'm planning to go back home and it opens up uh, it's a big warehouse space. Basically, it was a, a studio to study. I'm studying. Studio to, to rehearse. A rehearsal studio. Oh, right? okay. Big, huge. Like a airplane hangar size, it seemed. But not that wow. big. But To rehearse the tour? Yeah, to rehearse. So th the Rock Boys are already the band, basically. So a certain... It was actually Mary J. Blige's band combined with who we would end up calling the Rock Boys. Um... So that included at the time it was a guy named Tony Royster Jr. So if you look him up, he was like a child prodigy. Yo, drummer. I was I was gonna save this for later, but yeah, working with Jay Z is like so monumental. Where like 
that band, that tour band, is like extremely, uh, what's the word, like notorious or kind of has a bit of notoriety. Uh, I think that's maybe where I first heard your name. Mm. I, I wasn't really up on the, your uh, turntableism turn history, but it's it's such that even him, the drummer, like I before you knew before you said his name, I couldn't recall it, but I remembered like, oh yeah, that's that famous drummer who was with Jay-Z and not only that, he's like that viral video kid who like is just smashing the drums when he's like 12 years old. Yeah, uh, I think even younger. He was a child prodigy. Okay. And, it, yeah, and it's like, yeah, working with, you know, an artist on that level, you know, no matter if you're as talented as Neil or as talented as that drummer, it'll like put you in a space where like, Oh yeah, people are gonna be talking about you. Yeah. That's uh, Jay Z's tour drummer. That's Jay Z. His his, his cosign is uh, yeah, yeah DJ yeah yeah that shit's crazy. That's a crazy yeah. powerful tour uh, cosign man. Like I, I think it speaks to it speaks to your you know your ability and your long career. So that's that's just really dope, man. Yeah, sorry I didn't mean yeah. to cut off your story. <laughs> it's all good. But no, I mean I we mean, got to we kind of got to the bottom of it though. It's just uh, kind of pretty like, much. But it wasn't so serendipitous, but as much as it was like them noticing something that was dope about you. Wait, and so then you, it just kind of uh, happened. Yeah? So you walked into the space and then you just played a set and no, uh, I thought so. I get on in, in the space, you know, whatever. Beyonce is there. Uh, Mary's probably was probably there too. I got Actually, a good question for know, you later. I don't even know if Tony was on the drums that day. I think Tony. No, no, yeah, he was there. He was there because we were doing the Jay side. Like Mary had her own band. They tried to integrate Mary's band, but Mary's band didn't play that aggressive. You know, they're they're oh, R and B. Okay. They're playing for yeah. R and B, so it wasn't the same. Like you add Tony, and it's just different. Right? Mm. The energy is just different. So it was him. It was the horns at the time were Mary's horns. Uh, Omar Edwards, who like he's in the black, like the black album of MSG uh, retirement show. Okay. Like he's the one of the guys on keys. He was the uh, he was the sound dude. Like no sound. Uh, oh my god, what, musical director, mm -hmm. or he ended up becoming a guy named Tony Chicago. Uh, we all call him Tony Chicago anyway. Uh, he was on bass. Yeah, he actually used to play for <laughs> for R. Kelly and, and uh, Jamie Foxx and basically a bunch of really yeah. talented musicians that work in that space. Um, another guy was a guy named Sean Carrington. Shout out to Sean. Uh, he used to play with Chris Brown, uh, a bunch of other people. So at during this event where you walk into the space, yeah. did you play with the band or did you so, play by well, yourself? Basically, I walk in and I'm not sure what to expect. I thought I was just there to observe the road, the the road manager at the time, a guy named uh, Randy Bazzelli. So he's like, oh, you're the DJ. Okay. And I was like, oh, I left my stuff in the, in the, at my the house. limo. <laughs> right, the limo. I left my stuff there. Can I, I'm going I'll go get it. And I come in and they, they set up a table for me and they bring out turntables. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm working right now. Mm. So Jay, you know, Jay comes out and gives me a pound. He's like, thanks for doing this for me. You know, Dope. You know, 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, was this? Um, I mean, shoot, if this you said like 2007, 2008, End of 2007. Were you? That is kind of just like when the transition from like oh, digital. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 2008. It was. I'm tripping. It was March of 2008. Yeah. So were you February using were you using like physical vinyl? Or were you using no, like a DVS? No, I was already. I was. Remember, I told you I was one of the earlier guys. adopters of it. Yeah. So I was well, using what you call it. I well, at the time I don't know if I was on Serato yet. I might have been. Yeah, yeah. I was on Serato, Serato already. Yo, wasn't it difficult to use Serato like for a big ass J show? Like uh, the fucking I've, I like did have issues. Sounds dropping out and yeah, like it. I mean, okay. a couple of times shit happened. Lord. Um, but um, basically, I didn't realize it, but that was my audition. I okay. guess. Uh, so whatever. They're like, all right, let's go, and we start. The band starts playing something and maybe show me what you got and then whatever. I'm just scratch, cut, cut, blah, blah, blah. Was that your first time playing with a band? No. So that was the other thing. I used to play with a jazz band. So I used oh. to play for, I used to play with a guy named Russell Gunn. And Russell Gunn was the trumpet player for the touring of Buckshot LaFunk. So Buckshot LaFunk was done by, uh, oh my God, man, I'm so terrible. The two brothers. Uh, Branford Marcellus and oh. what's Winton? Yeah, so Branford did it. Did a project called Buckshot LaFunk that incorporated, in particular, DJ Premier. They did a song called um, Breakfast at Denny's. That was the the hip hop song. So okay. Gun was part of that as a touring trumpet player. He started something himself that he called Ethnomusicology. DJ Apollo from the Bay who's also crewmates with DJ Vin Rock and Triple Threat DJs. Apollo used to be part of Russell Gunn's touring outfit, but Apollo couldn't do it anymore, so he recommended me. Mm. So I used to play with them. Dope. And then, so I... I so you're... Though, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not the strong... I You know, I'm not a strong scratcher. You know, I'll get marked, straight marked by, like, some kid that you have no idea you've never heard of. Right. But... But I you're not anymore. Dope. Oh, still, especially now. Okay. Back in the day, I practiced more. I could hold my own, but now I'll get. Yo, man, you're <laughs> you're too humble. Not just with yeah, like. Yeah, I kind of don't like it done. and shit. I'm like, yo, can you <laughs> just like, be like, yo? But you're but you're like um. Uh, back in the day, I'm the kind of guy who would only listen to uh, Gangstar and you know, uh, Smith Bumpy Wesson Knuckles or you know that type <laughs> of shit. But now you're like. Yo, I used to DJ with a jazz band and, you know, I heard you said it speakeasy. Granted, this is like maybe 10 years later or, you know, many years later and you've learned a lot more. But you s and you said you adopted uh, the digital stuff early. You're not like the traditionalist that I know that maybe you imagined yourself to be. Maybe. You seem like you maybe you like, oh, let me see what this is about. And hmm. like, a you know, a, a lot I, of shit. I think man. I, I uh it's just, I guess, I know people who are a lot crazier, sure. you know, who know. I think it's. Who are sure. I, read, I read this with their music, with sure. whatever. So I just have a different. There I, are people who hear my mixtapes and think like, "Oh, he knows every." Yeah, you made sample. a mixtape right. for a rock label. Yeah. You said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, man, I, I read this quote recently, and I, I just read the full thing for the first time ever. Like, jack of all trades, right? Do you guys know how that quote ends? Jack of all trades, master, master of, of none. none. Do you know the end? No. 
Jack of all trades, master of none, but better than being a master of one. Uh, mm. No one ever really talks about that. I, I just part. read that shit. It's recently. like that blood is thicker than water quote. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like the the second half of it changes the thing entirely. Uh, yeah. That's or, interesting. I, 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 I had no idea. But I I don't know. I guess everything is relative, you know? So maybe I, I do see myself not in the same light and maybe that's why I get to do all these cool things. Mm. I think having the right attitude about it helps you not you know take it not take advantage of the situation in a bad way and not to squalor mm-hmm. not to squander what you have I, and i've had friends who've, do, who've done that like there's people in my own crew that are way more talented than me but didn't approach the opportunity in the same way so sure. That's always worked for me, but I appreciate it. I hey, appreciate yeah. it. But like, what? So one it. of the cooler no things doubt. was like that. Yeah, the, one of the we did a live album. I think it got nominated for a Grammy. Hey. Like things like that. Like, super. Dope. I do have a couple of cool things that I, you know, it only comes out if I if right, we talk right. about it. Actually, Mega you know, Lake like, Show we like to the only podcast, well, English speaking podcast with so many Grammy nominated guests. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there may be like drink champs or some shit, but you know, nobody <laughs> in Tokyo. Oh, in, definitely in Tokyo. Definitely yeah. in Tokyo. Well, well, uh, I don't even know if that's true or not. But what I like is uncovering these type of like, like this is this is something that I don't think that people would find like you know if they were just googling. So I don't know, man. This was a really long tangent about that whole story. I might chop this out completely and make it like a <laughs> point five of just him telling the J story because we really discussed like the ins and out of that shit for like thirty minutes. So yeah. I think okay. I might yeah, I might cut this even, out and then we haven't even really d- delved into it. But yeah, essentially, I had that. I was not as good as a track, but I had you know that. I guess quote unquote there's commercial a, there's sensibility. There's intangibles there. There's, yeah. there's intangibles. And I, I have the same background mm-hmm. as as A-Track. So sure. I knew how to interact with the band. Sure. You know, not not be overpowering, just fit. Basically, mm-hmm. my job is to fit in a pocket, right? Yeah. What you're, you? you're a little bit of a different spice to add yeah, to it. You exactly. Know? You're not yeah. for the whole dish. Yeah. I've, I've not, fuck, I hate referencing myself because blah, 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 whatever, whatever, all that shit. I've also played behind, you know, a band or with a drummer, you know, Hmm. like what, what do you, what, when you get into it, like, what are you doing at that level? Because with Jay or when I was with the band more with Jay, because I feel like when people go to a live show, they want to hear the track. And if there's live so instruments what did over I do, it, cool. What did I do with Jay? Yeah, because you're saying you're not you're rocking with the band. Like what? What? Uh, so part you know part of my job was the more regular uh, idea of what you. I was cutting. I was, okay. You know, I'd scratch. Mm. I got some of the cooler stuff. I got to cut was uh, at the inauguration in the beginning of the thing. I scratched Obama's voice. Tight. Um, oh, super that's tight. Dope. Uh, I need when that we drop. did right when we did Dead Presidents. I got to be Nas, yeah. Uh, When Michael Jackson passed away, which we we were on tour, I got to be Michael Jackson's voice. Uh, So that was one of the things. The other thing was I would cue in music. Um, Sometimes with the, you know, turntables, but most of the time I I use the replay machine, which is just the push button thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the circuitry in Serato 
was wasn't not, there yet. not no. as reliable at all. Well, th- there was issues with the tracking stuff, but no, like if you played a song on Serato versus playing it through the replay, it's like night and day, like okay. literally like night and day. It just they, sound quality. Yeah, and sound quality is entirely different. Sure, sure. So it, we had to use a replay. Um, okay couple of cooler things i got to do for jay was like one time he gave me a homework assignment he when we were doing europe the europe tours like he wanted me to go from like prodigy smack my bitch up to is that your chick oh no is that your chick to prodigy smack my bitch up to Mm. um rehab rehab like um because he did a uh Amy Winehouse. Okay, he did okay. a verse on her song, like, so whoa. I would mix the songs together. Jay Z requested that you play Prodigy, the electronic music yeah. Yeah. artist. Yeah, yeah. right. Because it has smacked my bitch up. Now, as far, I didn't, trip, I trip didn't know this. Electronic, right? Is that what it is? I trip wouldn't hop? know what you would call that. I yeah, didn't I think it is. Rest in peace. I think. Oh, yeah, that guy died. I think um, Green Lantern used to do like that set, but I, oh, you know, okay. I added the the amy winehouse part to it so i would have to do that live yo that sounds like a hard that is kind of like swerve from yeah. prodigy to amy winehouse uh, right uh, I he's like it was easy for me <laughs> that was dope took me about an hour probably less 30 that's that shit i do like hold on hold on that's what uh probably less but you know that that we had to figure that out and every so often i mean we would he would let me be involved um but for the most part like he already had his set and it was just us rehearsing a lot of the stuff one of the cooler things that we got to do and you can look this up online i don't know if he had done this before but basically he would do this thing where he comes around to the other side of the DJ booth and he would play like an older song mm. and he would just play like two seconds of it and then play another song. He'd be like, nah, fuck that. And, wow. that. and recently, supposedly, Stevie Wonder did the same thing. Mm. Like he copied. As far as I know, Stevie Wait, what, what is Jay. this? Like he plays in So old we would song. play. Uh, what would be a song that we outstanding play? like maze or something mm. no no one of his old one of jay's old songs oh, okay. that we okay. weren't performing um like jigga okay. you know so we'd play and then when everybody would start to sing you'd be Just turn it, it off you'd be like yeah. fuck that and then you'd play another mm. song mm-hmm. um a lot of hits man yeah oh my god he has tons of hits so one of the cooler stories that uh I remember I wanted him to play not can I get a there there were two songs that I I requested him to play that were kind of older like perform or for that segment like for that segment I was like yo yo, why don't we do this song and let's do this other song and they were might have been off reasonable doubt or uh, basically they were more underground right like the b-sides and shit Yeah. yeah And he was, you know, he looks at me, he's like, yo, man, we're not at Santos right now. We can't do that. (laughs) And, man, this is how bad my memory, but it it was 10 years ago, granted. So Mm. basically one show, and there's a video of this, there's a video of this. So he turns to me, he's like, yo, if this doesn't hit, 
you like basically you in trouble. This is on you if this doesn't hit. He said that on stage. Yeah, but like he says it to me, like no one understands out there. But he says oh, it on okay. the mic. Like he says on the mic, he's like, "This is on you if this doesn't hit." And it was something. Oh my god, what was it? I'd like to say it was "Can I Get a," but no, nah, we would do that. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not "Can Jigger I Get a." Wasn't that one? Can't knock the hustle. Wasn't politics not, as usual. Wasn't politics. Brooklyn's finest. Wasn't Brooklyn's finest. Feeling fi- it. Wasn't feeling all evils. I need. Wasn't all I need. Twenty two twos. Not twenty two mm. twos. Okay, not so. Go a little later. Go a little. Maybe do in my lifetime. Uh, <laughs> we just got, we're gonna go through <laughs> all of these. <laughs> who you with? It might have been what, like nigga who. It might have been like who you with or something older like that. Sunshine. Not hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. No. In my lifetime. Not it's, in my it's lifetime. It's like that. Not it's like Imaginary that. player. Damn, man. Whatever it was, like, he was real adamant it wouldn't work. I'll find out and I'll tell y'all. Because <laughs> sure, sure, I know sure. it's, bother, it's bothering me right <laughs> okay. now. But basically, it hits. And... Streets is watching. Not Streets okay. is watching. It wasn't that much... It wasn't that hard of a like okay. a underground cut. But it was one of his older hits that people had forgotten about mm. maybe no nah, it wasn't changed the yeah. game either you know he just did like a b-side oh yeah s- i mean we used to talk like, yeah. memphis i mean this is the second time he's done it okay but back then memphis would be like yo we need to do this like yeah i, I used to hang with bleak a decent amount shout um, out to memphis bleak yeah shouts to bleak are they still bleasy cool? oh i mean i, uh, I mean so. like, just like yeah. the song says <laughs> so like, Except for life. you know yeah Work. um but it, I think that that is another interest, and we could talk about that as well. That's an interesting relationship and how it's changed. Um, but basically, it hits, and me and Jay, we all used to have a, a Rock Boys handshake, and you know it hits. And the it Rock turns, Boys handshake. It, it used Y'all to make change like a, a lot. Triangle with the da, da, da. Nah, it, it was what I mean. In, it would change. Sometimes we do this, we yeah. do it like that, whatever. Uh. And he. He turns to me, he's like, yo, yeah, you were right. And, and hey. we do the handshake on stage like, and salute. Yo, Dope. that's right. That's why I'm the DJ. That's why I'm the selector. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we ain't taking requests. I, I mean, know what I'm doing. <laughs> that, there was a couple of times shit. I felt like that. Like Word. when we used to throw like the Michael Jackson voice in, his, it, it, what he ever says doesn't come in on the one. Mm-hmm. And so I would have to throw it a certain way in. I Yo, I feel it. dumb. What song is that? Which one? With the mic? With, yeah, with the Michael Jackson. Voice. Oh, that I did. Uh, we did. Baby, give me. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> oh, baby, give me one more chance. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, okay, okay. And then Michael will come in with the like the human nature. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't you go mean? that far. We only, that? We'd only do that one oh, okay. part. I don't know if we would go into um, H to the Izzo after that. I don't oh. think we did. I think we would just oh, really? do it. Okay. Yeah. Yo, this sounds incredible. Oh. You know, like like straight up and down, I'm chopping all of this out and making like a point <laughs> five because we were like I want to I, I want to ask some Jay Z uh, questions like uh, temperature check. Questions I did have too. I want to uh, should we save them for later or now? Let's I, let's, I only let's had make one this question. like a whole Jay segment. Okay, I'll, I'll ask this question. It's it's a bit of a multi answer question. Okay. What's you? What was your favorite song to play with? You know, uh. on that tour. And what was Jay Z's favorite song to perform? I remember hearing that he really liked to perform "Can I Live," but I might be mixing that up. I, I'm not sure. 
the original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a Can I Live too, right? Yeah, there is Can I Live. I don't even know if a lot of people know that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, there yeah is I know what that song is. <laughs> you, you heard me reading up the track list for volume one. I mean, so, minutes ago. so one of the things you guys got to remember too, though, is you know I'm I'm from Queens and I was a Smith and Wesson head, so you know, I, you know I'm a Nas boy. <laughs> like, so, uh, that's so how I was gonna ask that too. At the time, at the time, I wasn't a huge Jay fan. You know, Jay was at that time or when that when stuff I joined was happening? Jay. When I joined Jay, I was not a big Jay fan. Interesting. And. I, I don't think I've ever said the opposite of that. You know, like my, but I was a fan. I didn't dislike yeah. him in the same way I dislike Mace and the Puffy Suit era. Right, right. You know, I, I was always a fan of his. Um, but, you know, like my favorite album was, was The Blueprint. Yeah. More, more Jay Purist would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, it's Reasonable Doubt. That's, That's actually my favorite Jay album, too. Yeah. So, and, you know, we would go back and forth. But, like, res Reasonable Doubt didn't resonate with me the, the way that Illmatic did. Mm, so right. that's But the blueprint, to me, I mean, freaking yeah. every freaking yeah. song was super fire. And that was the super album. Fire. In a to sense, me, it was like Illmatic that every single song could be the lead single yeah, off the album. To, to me. Yeah. Even, like, the, you know, like, All I Need. You know, like, yeah. the... So which, what, is Song Cry on there? Like, yeah. Never Change? Yeah. yeah it's it's an amazing album. Yeah. 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 Pick something. Yeah. You know, that, that I thought that was Fucking to me. Fucking Takeover. Yeah. Mm. Right there. Mm. So, right there. So, that, to me, that was, that's my favorite album. But, you know, I can't recite The Evils to you. Right, right. Mm. I, I can recite almost all of all of Illmatic, mm. but I wasn't, that that wasn't what who, I was like who, with who do you Who do you think won that battle? Uh, should we do this? Do we uh, want to, well, I mean, uh, in honest, it, it I mean, doesn't, at the it doesn't time, say anything I about his relationship with Jay, does I it? Think oh, I just mean the conversation in general. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> is it too much? So too much? Okay. I mean, it will bring us on a different tangent. I think at the time, the general consensus was Nas won with Ether. Sure. I, I think. That's the but train I was on. In I, I like Takeover more as a song, though. Yeah, it bangs yeah. better. I, but I think in the overall scheme of things... I mean, Jay's a billionaire, well, so well, okay. The, 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 the thing was, the, the <laughs> battle was about who's the king of New York now that Biggie's gone, right? At the time, right? yeah, okay, And so, sure. like, if you think about it in that sense, Nas won the battle, Jay-Z kind of won the uh, war. Uh, yeah, maybe that's, that might that's be, my a, that might be that's, a, that's my a good... A good version. Well, to, we can we can jump off of that just because you know I know Jay Z. <laughs> we all know guy Kendrick Lamar is the king of New York. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that came later, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, maybe is yeah, now. I don't, I don't know. know who the king of New York is anymore. I don't even know if people think like that anymore. And even if they do, they don't follow through. Who is you know? the king of New York? DJ Khaled. <laughs> mm, it's got to be ASAP Rocky. <laughs> wow, what a world! What I a guess, world! I guess it would be ASAP, right? But I don't even know. Actually, that I doesn't mean, that doesn't feel right does to me ASAP at all. ASAP even have a body of work that no, large? No, no. Like you were saying, uh, Jay Z would do the little B side skit on stage. Yeah. These yeah. people can't do that. These I mean, Ferg, Ferg is technically yeah. like not the top dude, but Ferg's put out more music. To, I, hit, I could hit be wrong. Wise, hit wise, yes. Yeah. Hit wise. Then ASAP, definitely. Yeah. I feel you know, and, and that's not a normal thing. It wasn't. Like, Bleak's not putting out more hits than Jay. Jay, <laughs> Jay, Jay is still the king of New York, man. He just won a Grammy like two years ago. Well, it's gotta I mean, be. I guess. It's gotta I guess. be. 
I, I don't know, you know, but again, hip hop is youth yeah. culture. It's also it does, also doesn't matter at all when you're a billionaire and shit. He probably don't give a shit about that. I'm sure you that's the I mean? that's the least important thing on mm. his mind. So yeah, <laughs> I wonder if Jay Z ever woke up one day. I was like, <laughs> he's like, yo, this king of New York shit is kind of trash. Nah, he's like checking Twitter. He's like, yo, they saying I'm not the king of New York. I'm about to <laughs> come back and drop an album and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a weird thing, man. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, but okay. I, I would say at the time. I remember people leaning more toward Nas, just in general. Mm. Wait, did you did you say your favorite song to play on that uh, tour, or while you well, were touring I, with Well, I I thought "Can I Live" was his favorite song, but I could be wrong. Or you, your been, your favorite. Oh no, you know what? I heard that his favorite song was uh, it was on American Gangster, the the song with Beanie, uh, oh, imaginary oh, players. Wait, not imaginary players. Uh, with the eyes, with the eyes, Lee brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it called? You know uh, what I'm talking about, right? I love that song. Is it imaginary? I love the original leak. Is what is that shit called? Imaginary. Dun, 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 it's imaginary players. Uh, Suppose they love it when I'm hard on hoes. Ignorant shit. Ignorant, Ignorant shit. shit. Duh. Hell yeah. I should know it. I should have yeah. known I that. I should have known that shit. Yeah. So I have a that's problem. A, that's man. a just blaze beat. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my favorite to perform is you know when we would do like you don't know, mm. you know just cause of the. Yeah, just drop the, it late. The, you know, All just right. the, the hit. Uh, me, as far as scratching, usually at the end of Show Me What You Got, he would let us, like, kind of, you know, we would all do kind of like a, he would point you to got us like a solo type thing. of moment. And ah, so cool. I used to get to cut a lot at the end of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know, That's man. It's incredible, man. Yeah, a That's lot. Like, those are, those are some cool. Yeah coolers stuff like i mean I, when i actually didn't know that you um had dj'd for um barack obama until i started researching again i just knew you from like fucking old you know uh battle you know like fucking tapes that we used to get and be like yeah. oh shit you know but damn like what an <laughs> incredible career trajectory man that's fucking oh, dope it it, tri it still trips me out and there is a part of me that's you know there was no formula I'm not really sure often why I got, you know, blessed or lucky enough to get to do those things. But, you know, I, I, I got to. Speaking you know? of being lucky, did you ever, like, meet Beyonce? Of course. All the time. Oh, was there all the time. She How was, was at the audition. Oh, okay. Yeah, she does, at, but what, she does was she cool. glow? Does she float? Like, tell us <laughs> about this. She, I mean, she is, well, number one, she's a... Like statuesque, she's mm. really tall. She's okay. almost as tall as Jay. So really? she's not a little woman. Mm. Um, very professional. She was nice. She was very nice to I me. I hear that she's kind in person to people and shit. Too, I, she so. was very nice to me for sure. I just want to know because <laughs> I, I mean, so I like her. I, I at the time I had just come out with a sneaker with Adidas, but it was a fit platoon sneaker, and oh, shit. I brought a pair to Jay, and you know Jay gave the. Uh, they I but Beyonce was like, oh wow, Dane Air those, Force are, those are dope. You know, mm, she was okay. really, she was always really nice to me. I uh, Thirteenth um, Witness ended up becoming her, like, their their private photographer. But at the and at the time, <laughs> this was like, be, right before we were doing this stuff for the inauguration, uh, we were rehearsing and Sky brought in 13th witness to take pictures and of course we you know why would we take pictures if we weren't going to use them mm -hmm. so 
they end up on high snobiety and all this all the websites oh but we got in trouble for that oh shit yeah they didn't like they were like no like you gotta get them all down so somehow we were able to (laughs) but you know sky had this this grand idea of what it could have been and we had the footage but as far as i know jay's management forced 13th witness to give it to the management so this footage is all lost in space somewhere. Oh, shit. I, as far as I know, uh, Timmy, 13th Witness, so th- and 13th Witness is Futura's son. Well, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. No shit. So Timmy. He's like one of the more notable hip hop photographers. He's like up there with like fucking B plus, like uh, Brian Cross and shit. I don't know. I mean, I mean not, he, not, he's like, not like a Jonathan Mannion and like he's not an right. older cat. He's a younger dude. Who, in particular, I think one of he used to do these like almost borderline three D type things. Like his p- pictures just used to pop. He's just he's a really he's talented dope. dude, and, and I, I happen to know him since he was like he was a teenager. He used to be a bar back at the bar we used to teach oh, it. But anyway, so there's all this footage of you know Timmy was also doing videography and he you know interviewed the band and blah 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 and it was would have been really dope and the idea was to kind of take this and turn it into what people do every day now which is these little video shorts of mm-hmm. the blah 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 behind the scenes blah 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 and dope. at the time the management was like no you can't it. do that yeah, they didn't see the vision and then yeah mm-hmm. fast forward 10 years later 13th witness is their freaking personal okay. photographer and, Word like, up, man. you know we and sky were like like you know, Told if y'all, y'all you should listen yeah. to us. We could have been doing this ten years ago. I'm the like, DJ. I had, <laughs> you don't make requests. I fucking tell you what to do. We had the blueprint, right? Yeah, and yeah, they, they just didn't see it that oh, back shit. then. But yeah, um, amazing. It was really cool. I wish I had done it when I was a bit younger, because tour life is not fun mm. at all. So that that's an example of something that's not fun. Like, I mean. We were doing a lot of shows. Uh, I mean, some of the more insane stuff that we did. Okay, so the 9-11 show, so that that was, we did one at Madison Square Garden on 9-11, and then I guess that might have been the official release of Blueprint 3. Oh, shit. I think. No, I'm tripping. By that time, like, Empire State of Mind is already out and all that. But okay. So Kingdom we fly, we, we do msg at night we flew to somewhere in in england to do a show with coldplay oh and so by the time we get there it's daytime so we we land we do the show so we we come back to new york to do the jay leno show i'm sorry we did David Letterman. So we do the David Letterman show. Oh man, is that where we did it? No, I'm sorry. We did the VMAs. Oh, I mean, you know. So we did the too VMAs. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I can see how you get it mixed up. <laughs> okay. So the VMAs when Kanye takes the mic from Taylor. Oh, you so were you fucking there? performing yeah, at that, that, that shit? Was the <laughs> yeah, oh, hold on, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> what? So we do that. Literally, we're just there all day. We perform. The Kanye thing happens. 
and we jump on a private. This, this, so this is when we jumped on a private to go to Jay Leno. Jay Leno's in L.A. So then we did L.A. Were you around Jay and Beyonce after that happened? Was Jay like, yo, I Kanye's w- tripping, fam. You see that I shit? I wasn't, that was but um, our me and Jay had the same stylist. So her name's Ashley. Hey, what's up, Ash? So Ash, Ashley told us that they were like oh my god no like what did he do that, that type of thing i actually got into a little thing with tmz because people were kind of giving taylor white knighting they were just giving her some shit and I, you know i'm not i'm mm. not a big taylor fan but i'm like yo y'all don't you know you people don't understand like you do have to have a thick skin as celebrities but yeah. at this point i'm you know very you know, I'm in the same room with these people. They're not my friends, obviously, but I'm in the same room with these people. I'm like, yo, Taylor Swift at the time was she was like a 17 year old girl. Yeah. Like, would it's you do bit, that? Would you? Yeah, yeah. Would you let? If if you were in a classroom and you saw a bunch of people just crapping on, like, sure. yo, this is a little kid. Yeah, What's wrong mm-hmm. with you people? It, it's the same reason you got to give Justin Bieber a little bit of leeway oh. for being a little fucking asshole yeah. when Hun- he's a kid. Yeah. It's like he was like fucking was 12 kid. years old. You know, he, he didn't know shit. Yeah, he doesn't know any better. Yeah, you don't. Right. Yeah, 100 percent. I feel you. So you were you were trying to diffuse a lot of the well, negativity. This that is was being at the, cast just upon at her? the birth of Twitter. Right. So oh, Twitter. Yeah. So I write something that like you know yo taylor's mom is freaking crying her eyes out in the back like what you what's wrong with you people and this gets picked up that jay-z's dj was in the back and he's blah 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 so i wasn't actually there i was in the changing room and all the dancers all the the b people the the z group okay <laughs> not yeah, they, the don't, they don't get to eat group. off of like the fucking food table and <laughs> no, shit we were Damn. all in the same bring your own lunch <laughs> we were all in the same room mm. and you, they all come back taylor swift's guitarist basically and we're all in the room and the dancers come in there like oh my god taylor's mom was crying and blah blah oh, blah man, that's rough. so i write on Twitter, like, yo, y'all need to chill. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, this is wrong. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, when me and the, the heads are talking, you know, like, this is perfect. This is perfect for the haters to be like, look, look at it, look at, look at this black man fucking taking yeah. down a freaking 16 yeah. year old kid. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, what the fuck is all, like, yeah. what the hell's going on? And, um, you know, I get contacted by TMZ directly. Mm. Cause they want more juice, and I had just learned through time, like, nah, like I could have yeah. easily exploited that to right, whatever. Yeah. So Here let's, I am, let's get yeah. let's get Trendy. Neil Tha- Neil Armstrong another twenty thousand Twitter followers. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, nope, I'm mm. not trying to get fired. <laughs> not no doubt, to be no doubt. Because yeah. essentially, what they wanted to get was. If Neil acts like this, then this is Jay's. Right, opinion. right. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, yeah. they think I'm, alike. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not. They're around each other yeah, sometimes. This, this is their yeah. camp. Word, this is right. Jay's camp. Right. And I didn't want to be according involved. to yeah. Jay. That, that was a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so this is what Jay Z <laughs> had to say. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to be a part of any of that. That's smart, man. Well, maybe it's good that you weren't on the tour life as a young person. You had yeah. more wisdom. Oh, who knows? Yeah, possibly. But yeah, getting STD or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for like, honestly, we didn't have no time to do any of that crazy uh, shit. And unfortunately, see, a young man makes time for those type of things. I would I always end up 
kind of getting jerked that, mm-hmm. and not in a good way. <laughs> like, so one of the bigger, if you ever ask some of the rock boys, like one of the big parties that we did, we were in Sweden or I, I'd like to say Sweden and, you know, same mentality. Like Jay don't have to be there as long as, you know, his crew is there. Mm-hmm. So I ended up DJing a party and I was working. I was de- and this was like on my birthday, so oh, right around shit. now. So you and played Lil Nas X. No, <laughs> right. I was so busy DJing, like literally everyone in the band came home with like two or three girls. Oh no, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was working. Any fucking crab scratching? <laughs> everybody else <laughs> scratching different crabs. <laughs> I was like, yo, and that was a pretty good joke. Huh? That was pretty <laughs> good. Hey. I feel like so that yeah, was off the dome. Yeah, too. yeah, it was off the dome. You know, <laughs> hold on, let me get an applause drop. Wait a second. <laughs> So there yeah, literally like everyone else was like, I'm like, yo, seriously, y'all didn't look out for me? Nothing? It's nothing? my birthday. <laughs> Nada? Yeah. But that That's was, our man's uh, up there. Wait here until he sits <laughs> right. The prop the prop part though was like, you know, one of the band members was like, Neil, you're like so far, you're like one. Like, so this is like the first part the first day of the tour, and you're like, Neil, you want to know. This was amazing. <laughs> like, okay. So like it was it was a uh, that that's usually what would happen. It wasn't never too crazy. Dope. Um, after the VMAs, we end up going to LA, Jay Leno show, and that's you know Jay has the interview with Kanye. Actually, we were on the plane at at the time. Amber Rose was still dating Kanye, so mm. we were all on the plane together. And then after that, we flew back to from not from New York this time, from LA all the way to back to london so this is september 11th september 12th september 13th september 14th september 15th that sounds like a late schedule that's a busy ass schedule. it's not fun right mm, you're working yeah yeah i'm not up there chilling right jay might be chilling <laughs> we're not chilling yeah. so i literally i got it was just so hectic i got sick by the end of the tour i was just yeah uh, i was just exhausted how many tour dates was it uh, I mean, at the time, we would do like maybe three month stints. Sometimes right. it would be like three or four shows a week. Damn. But on average, let's just say three, three okay. a week. Shit. Um, it, it was cool. Yo, you I know, gotta, I'm not complaining, but. I got to say, until I saw Outkast and Sade a few years later, that was my favorite concert. Which, the one in London? In or? O2, uh, O2, the one in yeah, the park? Yeah, yeah High Park. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Yeah, Amazing, man. Appreciate that. Amazing. Uh, I can't. It, man. Honestly, I, I have vague memories of, <laughs> of that event. And I mean, it's so funny. Like, I also wasn't the hugest J fan at that time. Mm. Um, but I heard, I think I heard American Gangster maybe that summer. Um, and I was like, yo. People this, were saying this that was is like, way better than Kingdom yeah, Come. This yeah. is way better. Oh, they than were Kingdom saying it was Come. a re- return to form. Yeah. yeah, Kingdom Come was. I, I like so, a couple tracks off Kingdom Come, man. The prelude, that, yeah. the prelude is so fucking yeah. dope, mm-hmm. and so is uh, uh the one with the rich. Couple. Kingdom Come is a good song. Yeah. Um, Lost Ones. Beach Lost Chair. Ones is good. Yeah. Um, Lost Ones is great. But Beach Chair is yeah, fucking amazing. It was. Beach it was okay. You know. But American Gangster just on another level. So when when I got the opportunity to go to that uh um. That uh, festival uh, through my internship, I was like, "Oh, this is perfect timing." I'm in love with this album, mm. and then going to the show, and you know, Tony Richardson, uh, Tony, Tony Richards, Ro- Tony Royster, Tony, Tony Royster is 
killing it. They've got the big ass screen. Uh, he comes out to fuck to maybe say hello. I think yeah, is the yeah. first we track, used to do say hello. which I was the one song lo- that I, I like loved a lot. Hello. Shit, I Yo. used to like performing say hello. That shit was tight, and like me and you were there just sharing energy. And didn't <laughs> yeah, even know it. yeah, we had, I had no yeah, idea yeah. that you guys were friends. Like going back so many years, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's hip hop culture for you, though, man. You know, everybody's uh, a little connected. I guess one of the things you wanted to kind of allude to, like one of the cooler. All right, so one of the cooler things we got to do that, that I got to do that I'll always remember was um, I was with Jay and Bun B was gonna come perform, uh, Big Pimpin'. And me and Jay rapped Pimp C's part together. Like, just like this. Like, you know. Oh, work. You know, me and him were just rapping. During a conversation? It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we oh, were shit. sitting on a stoop somewhere rapping yeah. a song. But it's, it's me and Jay <laughs> doing Pimp C's it's part. Pretty dope to geek like out. Like, just, just kind of sitting there, yeah. you know, while we're preparing to, you know, like, where we want to cut. Oh, what you know about them Texas boys? That's where we wanted to cut it. So, but we had uh, to rhyme the whole, the whole thing. To get so, there. Me and, yeah. So me and him are rhyming it together. We did that. Another cool. When you, one. When you say cut, you mean cut the song? Yeah, because like we were gonna cut the song, uh, oh. and then we were gonna play "Pocket Full of Stones." I guess. Mm. Oh, next. brilliant. That's nasty. Um, yeah. See this. <laughs> this is why he's the fucking selector. Smack my bitch up to rehab. Come on now. <laughs> But there was the, one of the funnier ones was we were talking about R. Kelly. Like we were, we wanted to do an R. Oh. Kelly song, and there was only two songs that I remembered that were hits. And we kept trying to figure it out. We we're like, "Yo," mm. and I'm like, "This song?" He's like, "No," and I was like, "This song? No." He's like, "There's another one." I'm like, "I don't think there's J- another Jay-Z, one." Jay Jay Z yeah, didn't remember. <laughs> he's like, mm. "He could not remember." Wait, it wasn't uh, Ignition Remix. No, he's not. I don't think he's on that. Oh, uh, that Jay was on. Oh, it was Jay from was what was it? Best of Both Worlds yeah. or some shit. I don't. They I don't know. I was off R. Kelly already by then. I. But I he, wasn't. Not at basically, that time. we got on Twitter, and Twitter answered the question uh, for okay. it. Wait, that Jay is on. Yeah, the song that not Jay Fiesta? is on. Oh. Not Fiesta. So we used to do Fiesta, like in that little skit. We would mm. play the, you know, because that after show is the after party. And Wait, did. Mm. Did Jay Z not know the songs from his album? Is that what you're saying? He didn't know. He didn't know I that mean, song with Kelly. With Kelly, he did not <laughs> that's know. That's crazy. We were trying to yeah. figure. We were trying to figure it out forever, and I whatever. That's there nuts, was, though. And he was like, "No, that's not the one." Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was cool. Yo, uh, I, I like think, the image of Jay on his own Wikipedia. Like, <laughs> hold on. Name I mean, that didn't like, really exist was, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Was that yeah. boring? <laughs> well, one of the the coolest thing that I. I got to do a J. So actually, for a couple of shows, they a, DJ AM, rest in peace. He actually yeah, took over. Okay. He did like five shows, but they were not very communicative about what was happening to me. Mm. Like they just were like, "You're not doing the tour right now," and they didn't even tell me who. You oh, know, shit. and mm. I I had to find out when everyone else was. Why they uh, operate that way? I have no idea. Mm. Um, but AM was already AM at this point, so it was not, you know, I mean, I think at this point he's already making a million a, a weekend. Mm. So this was not for money. Right. This was for, you know, cause whatever. So this might've been like the California cities sure, or something. Sure, yeah, he's got, you know. And, um, so 
this is right before the inauguration happens around. So Jay, um, it, uh, he does like maybe five shows and then I come back. And Jay's, Jay's nickname for me was Nervous. <laughs> he used to call oh, me shit. Nervous. Nervous, come here. Nervous come here. Armstrong. I mean, never the arms, just nervous. Okay. <laughs> Nerv and a, a lot of that, I think, stems from, you know, his type of character, the person that he's around is like a Kanye, is, is a Dame Dash. I mean, they say, you know, we assholes, you know, yeah. like mm. the, that's the type of person that he's around. I don't know if he, you know, I'm not like that. So he would take my you know my underconfidence as you know weakness essentially mm. you know but i wouldn't well you're talking about yourself well, but i would say you're super humble man you're super <laughs> well humble. i appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. but my the rock boys one of them in particular sean carrington he was my homie and you know he would say he was like man when you're on stage you're not the same person you know like you're you're really a different sure. person like you 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 know it's different mm. Like you know what you know, it's not goofy. It's not right. when when we went to do our little fucking you know there was no need for communicate. We're just on. Right. And he would he said he was like yo man you're not it's real it's, weird it's man because like you're not the same person. Yeah. And it's it's different and now I'm happy he he acknowledged that and basically I come back and you know Jay calls me down from down the hall he's nervous come here he's like yo thank you man like glad to have you back Tight. but then he plays for me the blueprint before everybody else but he plays it blueprint for me three. blueprint three he plays it for me with at the time the acting uh musical directors uh tony chicago so me tony is in there steve stout bleak and eventually lebron comes in uh, which LeBron? <laughs> I didn't know there was more than oh, one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just glad just making sure. I was trying to figure out how to get that. Like, that was that you got so it. Le you did so it. LeBron okay. comes in a little later, but basically, Jay rapped every single song for this to like five of us. Okay. With over the vocals or yeah, just while the song's playing, he's like, okay. all right, this is why do you know why he did that? That's how uh, they be cause. doing it. And shit, I mean, I think, he, yeah. you know, he wanted us to hear it. Mm. This this is before it came out. This is no, before I mean, Paper three came out. I I get playing the song, but do you know why he decided to rap with it for y'all? I don't know. I'm Just pretty sure that's we fairly there. common. Like a lot of album release parties, they play the well, tracks. It wasn't, but it, it, it wasn't an album wasn't release party. party. They it was just, just in was the like, back yo. of the stage before mm. we were going to go on stage. And the whole mm. album? He played me the whole Shit. album. He plays, he plays the whole that's album. Kinda, but that's interesting. In a, like, all right, so, you know, he's explaining the lyrics. It's actually one of the songs that didn't blow up was the one that we performed for the inauguration. Some people really hated it. The, uh, Okay, it I know what you're talking if about. If you What's look up Blueprint 3, there's a history. It's called the song it's is called, called history. history. And I I get why people didn't like it. It was a sped up sample. Um Kanye did the sample. And uh another Tony sung the hook. But basically, he that's my favorite song from the album because he he did it and explained it to me. Mm. Everyone else was like, oh, this song's whack. Because it's slow. It's not a, you know, it's that, literally the polar opposite of 
of big pimping <laughs> right <laughs> energy wise it's but basically you'd have to you'd have to bring up the lyrics actually you know what let's let's do a little google search lyrics history j and I'll, I'll is it is you said it's on blueprint three i don't y- see it on I, i'm pretty sure the kanye the kanye track is it a star is born no no hold on hold on history j well you history, know what's is that the song about obama it's not about obama Jay-Z. yeah and i thought maybe maybe hold on hold on yeah that one So let's just imagine what. So he he's singing this, and we would perform this later. Yeah, I pretty yeah. This is on. Oh, you know what? It was on a prelude to Blueprint Three. So I don't oh, think okay. it actually ended up on the album. Mm. So he's he's singing the song right now in the background. In search of victory, she she keeps eluding me. So he equates victory to a woman, mm. right? Mm. So victory is a woman. If only we could be together temporarily, blah, blah, blah. And then Hook comes in. So then the next verse is, now I'm flirting with death. So that's another girl. Mm-hmm. And then blah, blah, blah. So he's rhyming and explaining all this to me. And if you actually read the, it's really, it's very poetic. Right. What he's saying, uh, how he treats, you know, victory, death. Uh, I think we you know, talked on the podcast recently about how Jay-Z's lyrics um, he he doesn't get enough credit for his uh, I, I would say actual though. lyricism yeah. as, as much props as he get he doesn't get enough props for sure. yeah. how he puts his verses together oh he's brilliant no d- d- especially this one and everyone I, I do not know one person that that really likes this song I couldn't remember it yeah, yeah I couldn't see? either I, I'm not actually I might have heard this once or twice yeah yeah see but if you you actually read it, it's really yeah. kind of a nice idea of treating like victory, death, and I forgot the other one. Basically, like you know, victory is what you're looking for, but you you settle for X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. like the other thing, uh, because you don't know any better. You're mm-hmm. so stupid. Like the victory is in front of your face, but you want X, you know, you want blah 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 blah, and yeah, it's. Having him rap it in front of me, you know, Bleak is next to him. He's telling Bleak the story too. Like, yo, you know, you know, as a fan, that's got to be a surreal experience. Oh, those type of things, which I keep in the like the the back, those are all just being a hip hop fan. Yeah, like, like you know, half the time I'm like, am I, am I really here? Right. Is that the (laughs) moment where you were like, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nah, <Right>. not really. <laughs> my hope, my 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 hope at the time was definitely like, well, if, after I stopped DJing for Jay, I was like, man, if I get DJ for Nas, oh my god, my life be, is complete. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, but oddly enough, so Green Lantern was Jay's DJ, and mm. then he ended up DJing for Nas. Okay. So he's with Nas still. Shout out to them. But yeah, Yo. It, it's uh, I mean, even listening to the song, I kind of, kind of remember. And then, yeah, LeBron comes in. There's a picture of me and LeBron. And uh, it was, it was Man, nice. Can you make that joke again? That was, which LeBron? LeBron. <laughs> I need. I told you I need that LeBron James <laughs> drop. Damn it, man! I'm fucking up over here. 
Yo, I mean, we actually like this was a, a really incredible this, yeah. uh, tangent about your working with Jay. And I don't, have you shared this much detail anywhere uh, else? Not really. No. Not, maybe maybe some some little things, but a lot of this like you know that that incident with uh getting the rap freaking big pimping i don't really mm -hmm. get to talk about that stuff but uh, one of the funnier ones was uh we we must have been at a we did a show with coldplay at um not wimbledon at uh what else is the other big one wembley wembley oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. so we did a show with coldplay at wembley and chris Oh my God! What's Chris's last name? The lead singer. Hey, he was really cool. Yo, I, like I, I couldn't tell you a single I mean, Coldplay I, I, song. Fam. I, I, I know it, but I'm blanking right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. He was really cool. Like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow was there. Hmm. But the more interesting thing that happened that night, that the, the night we performed, that was the same night that Rock Raider passed away. Oh, I found man. out on stage. Rest in peace. Oh. There's actually a, a video of me, you know, shouting out the, you know, throwing up the X. But it's gone now because at the time Twitter didn't have like a it, it was like TwitVid yeah. and TwitVid's gone. So hmm. I wish I could get it back, but it's not there. But after the show, I end up you know I have a weird relationship with with death. I you know obviously it, it makes me sad, but I'm not one of those overly sad people about it because it, it's part of our deal i guess i've, I've yeah. come to just understand that as mm. a whole but i was bummed you know for sure yeah. were like, you guys tight too i mean he was one of my mentors but i wasn't he, very close like, to him like that and i was yeah. a lot closer to, to total and mr sinister way way yeah. closer same same crew same crew yeah. and shit. um so raider passes and actually at the time i mean he he was he got hurt in an accident he was doing martial arts so uh, i mean it was unexpected but uh not a not surprising shock mm. which i don't even know if that's fair either you know you never really expect death but right. you know i know he was he was the situation sick. was somewhat dire before he passed um I th I don't know if it was dire. I think he was supposed to get, I, and this is all mm. I, my memory is jargo. But I don't remember either. He, he I think he might have been in surgery and it didn't work out right. I I think, but he was hurt in in the hospital for a while before he passed, unfortunately. Anyway, so I was I was not in a very festive mood. Right. So I was just kind of chilling, and I had hung back because. I wanted to get Coldplay's uh, autograph. signature, yeah, autograph. Like one of the one of his team that worked with him was like, "Oh yeah, I'll get it for you." So I was just chilling back. Martin, Chris it says, Martin. It says yeah, uh, Martin. it says here that he passed away from cardiac arrest due to complications yeah, from so, a few weeks earlier relating to Krav yeah. Maga. So yeah, so that I guess yeah, something right. happened. I have to assume it was during the you know, unless something just. Yeah. Happened, uh, you know, during surgery. Sure. I, I'm chilling in the side, and actually Jay dragged me out from. He was like, "Yo, get over here, come over and hang out with us." Like, you know, he he went out of his way, and Jay knew Jay knew who Raider was for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. I didn't really get to talk to him about that. I'm sure eventually he he heard the news, but anyway, um. <laughs> 
this was another kind of surreal situation. I end up hanging out with a guy and a girl. Um, Jay is basically playing DJ, and he's just <laughs> like he played arc like uh, Sex is on Fire. We're something? all we're in the back, like in the backstage, in a back in the green room, and Jay is happy. As, you know, after the show? After the show. After the show. Gwyneth might have popped her head in. Uh, freaking. He's just playing, like, you know, not hip-hop songs. Like, he's playing, like, uh, Sex is on Fire. That mm. was, like, huge at the time. It's, it's, uh, uh, Kings of Leon. Yeah, Kings of, like, he's, eh, everyone's. Sure. And so I end up talking to this one person next to me. And so it looks sort of familiar, but I'm not sure. And blah, 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 blah. Um, the night progresses, you know, I'm still just cause like we end up driving somewhere, going to another party, going to some other place. And so me and her are still sitting next to each other. And, you know, the other guy's her writing partner and JK Rowling. Um, (laughs) (laughs) whatever we don't end up, you know, I'm tired, you know, so Wait, I end up going home. I say goodbye to her. Huh? You're not gonna say Amy Winehouse. <laughs> oh no, Amy was there. She performed not not there. She performed at another. Your life party. is fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this woman who I was chatting with about her life and whatever my life uh, was Rashida Jones. Oh, Quincy Jones's daughter. <laughs> yes. Oh, fucking, I mean, just Rashida. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody named Rashida Jones. But I get it. At the time, I hadn't really was been LeBron watching her there show. As well? Yeah, <laughs> Rashida Jones. Who? <laughs> Yo, honestly, I didn't know who she was. Yeah. But she don't exactly look like Quincy either, you know. Well, no, no. The thing is, she doesn't look like how she does on TV. She's very uh-huh. diminutive. Like she's mm. a tiny woman, mm. and. She was more. She wasn't dolled up. She was just regular. regular. Yeah, just regular. Regular, regular. Huh. Yeah. So afterwards, Omar was like, "Oh, that's Rashida." Like Omar is the the yeah. musical director guy, and I'm like, "What are you? T- what you, t- <laughs> you didn't tell me that?" Right. <laughs> yeah. So there was this running joke for a while. They were like, "All right, how how are you gonna blow Neil up? Oh, Neil gotta get a you know you gotta get a celeb girl." And they're yeah. like. Rashida. We got to get him Rashida. <laughs> yeah, oh, shout out right, to that. Let's do this. <laughs> and you're so like, was, oh, I mean, <laughs> uh, if y'all want to give me her number, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it was, she was really just, she wasn't like that. You know, she just, she wasn't like, oh, I'm Rashida. Yeah. You know, you've probably seen me on, um, Have you heard blah, of my blah, blah, Park, you know, Park and Rec. Right. <laughs> do right. you watch TV at all? No, not at I all. I was also she, on The Office for like two seasons. <laughs> She, yeah. she, yeah, and she could have, she yeah. could have easily been like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You right. don't watch TV." Yeah, mm. she didn't even mention. Jay Z would have done that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. She did not mention at all. She wasn't even front and center with with Jay. Like while everybody was part, she was hanging on Chilling. me with the with her writer buddy, like mm. kind of holding up the wall. Mm. George you know? R. R. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, another one, funny one. We were in Vancouver. And I don't know why, but Chris Martin had his, he was barefoot and so was Jay. <laughs> oh, just rich people out. be doing shit different. <laughs> well, no, wait, Jay wasn't barefoot, but he didn't have his shoes on. But we were chilling in the lobby and I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> we take off these Adidas right quick. <laughs> get on right. Yeah. Pace. I was like, am, am I missing something? Should I, <laughs> should 
that yeah. joint, y'all. They're, but they are just like us. <laughs> they are right. <laughs> hey, yo, late. You ain't wearing no shoes right now. Fam. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, yeah, they are. And yeah, um, man. we had dinner in in Paris once, and the son of the prime minister was with us. Uh, was that Tony Blair? Sarko- Sarkozy. Oh, Sarko- oh, okay. Yeah, because his kid is a, a big hip hop fan. Oh, okay. Sarko- yeah, Sarkozy. Uh, yo, how do you feel like when? How do you and people on your level like feel like when TMZ misquotes you or you know some website says that there's a burrito named after you? <laughs> like how do you I guys mean, ever talk I'm, about that? I like, don't think I'm at that level, but well, I mean, it is funny I'm, to me. <laughs> It, it happened though, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. you had a burrito, These man. Happen. I, I to be honest, I'm, like of all your accomplishments, I was really, uh, <laughs> I was surprised so the, about the burrito. The triple Threat has a burrito named after them, so that's Vin Rock Apollo Shortcut. They have a tri- the Triple Threat burrito at um, Papalotes in uh, the Bay. In, in I don't think I have one. I could, but I don't okay. think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't. Um, yeah, honestly, man, I don't care. But that also gives me a certain perspective about celebs. I, I try. I think it's rare that you will see me ever throw any kind of shade toward a, a public person because, mm. you know, they are people, you know, I don't know what, I guess it's like sports, you know, like you got these terrible sports fans who yeah. like KD goes down and like, ha ah, good. Yeah, like what's, yeah. what's wrong with you? Right, right. There's enough of that bullshit you know? around. So it. You I don't have to contribute. To I it, try right? to, you know. I'm not a big Uzi Vert fan, but you'll never see me like post a bunch of stuff sure. directly. But I'm sure I've shared a funny meme, sure. you know, about yeah, mumble yeah, rappers. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, you know, Indeed. but for the most part, I try to avoid that because you know, essentially these are just, yo, they're people, man. Yeah, they're, yeah. Just, they're just people trying to do their thing. Word. So I can understand. I, and that is funny you brought up Bieber because that was the first thing that came to mind on, to, ch- to check myself. Yeah. Cause yeah, I man. I'm not a big fan of Bieber, yeah. and I was like, you know what, yeah. man, he's had to deal with this since he was 12 years Yo, old. Yo, everybody around him telling him he's the greatest ever. Like, do you so, know what that would do to a 12 year old well, kid? That, like, shit. But then at the same time, he's getting on Twitter, and someone's yeah. just yelling at him, just cause they're mad that right. he he's ascended. Right. And maybe in his head, he's like, Yo, I'm just I'm 12 years old. Yeah. I just want to sing a song, like. Right. Do y'all it really turn you into a different person, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could handle that type of celebrity. Uh, you know, being fucking 21, like the shit I was doing when I was 21. Probably if I had a million dollars, you, you, you gotta, know how... you got to keep that into account yeah. when, when people criticize basketball players in particular. Right. Like, y'all, these are children. Right, right. 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20 years yeah. old. And, yeah. I mean, they look like grown-ass men sure. but they are not grown out they're right. freaking children and yeah. like yo give them some slack right, right. and uh, on the same end give them props when they act accordingly right you know i, I know there's a lot of lebron haters but he easily could have been a, a psycho he yo like been. lebron is like he seems like such a good dude it's like i mean know, he, how would you hate on that he's he's yeah balanced he's he was smart enough yep. not to squander his his platform yeah. and his skills and yeah. you know every so often he does say it's something somewhat yeah. outlandish every yeah. so often but you know like i he, yeah. he has well, he, said i'm the yeah. greatest basketball player yeah you know but yeah. yo they, so al- be they also said he was a hip-hop historian and i don't know if he has the <laughs> credentials for that but you know what i mean lebron is just a good dude man 
Yo, I hate to I hate to cut it short, but we really went off on an hour and thirty minute tangent about just the Jay Z shit. I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut this and then repurpose it for like a second episode or like a point five or something. We didn't we haven't done the weather report chairs. We haven't done it. Let's 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 do it.